This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. But it's a serious topic and one that I think a lot of people will relate to. I've mentioned here on the show before many times that uh, I hate meetings. I, I just, I hate meetings. And almost... Everybody that I speak to also hates meetings. Now, to be painfully precise, that's not all meetings, okay? I'm not saying I have some regular meetings that I I actually look forward to because they're really important to what I do, right? Like um, every morning uh, at 7.50, the team jumps on uh, our virtual platform thing called Teams and has a quick meeting. This is what we're doing today. This is what we're looking at. This might be on the horizon for tomorrow or the night. We we have literally a five or a 10 minute conversation. Everybody's on the same page. Off we go. I love that. There's nothing wrong with that. I have a check-in with the boss every week or two. Great. Brief, to the point, off we go. Um, The ones that I think people really get upset by are the ones that we just do, right? Like uh, you just have these regular recurring meetings and there's not a lot of thought into whether or not you even need them. I've had jobs before where we had a meeting after every show, every single show, even if there was nothing to talk about, we, we got together for a meeting afterwards. And it's just, it's craziness. You've just done a a four hour show and now we're going to sit down and talk about it when there's really nothing that needs to be addressed. No, let's just scrap that. So um, some companies are starting to take a look at that. For example, Shopify, which is one of our country's big, big tech companies has said, we're not doing that anymore. All of those recurring meetings that are on your calendar, they're gone now. We're not going to have those anymore. We're going to be a little more conscious about our meetings and how we do them, why we do them, be a little more analytical as to whether or not we even need to be doing them. And I think that's something, that's a great conversation that all workplaces should have. Now, there are good meetings, there are bad meetings. How do you make sure you don't fall into the trap of a bunch of bad meetings, wasting time every day? Let's find out. We're going to chat with Jane Porter, who is the founder of Bridge Building Group. She's a certified professional facilitator, which she explains as someone who focuses on giving meetings clear purpose and helping people gather well. Jane, thank you for being here. I appreciate your time. Hi, thanks, Jay. Thanks for having me. So this is right in your wheelhouse. I mean, your job actually is built around this very idea, right? Making meetings worthwhile. Totally, totally. I think there's there's a danger here when we're like, I hate meetings. Yeah. And people are like, I hate meetings. And then, you know, people, are, especially at Shopify, they're working at home. And they used to have kind of this great culture and being able to meet people um, in person. And then they're at home by themselves, and now they're saying no meetings. And I think the, the, the issue here is meetings matter. Meetings with your colleagues matter, and you're hitting the nail on the head there. It's just we have to do it better. Right, we have exactly. to stop having bad meetings. So when you hear of Shopify and other companies that have said the same sort of a thing, um, and the plan to just scrap those recurring thoughtless meetings, what, what, what do you think about that? Is, that? is that a good plan, just getting rid of thousands of meetings a year the way Shopify is done? <laughs> My, my my partner actually used to work at Shopify. They do this frequently. And so I, I actually am I'm fine in a way with, with a company saying, you know what, we're going to start from scratch because we have too many meetings that are accumulating and somebody needs to say, you know, stop with this meeting madness. 
And then make sure that when you are putting them back on your calendar, that you're doing it in a way that makes sense, that you're doing it with intention. And now I think, again, this, the, the, the crux here is, are you giving people the skill set to do it better? Or are you just kind of frustrating people, <laughs> right. you know, wiping up their calendar and be like, well, actually, that one was important. <laughs> you know, so I think I think they, they just need to give the skill set uh, or offer some some better insight on that. You mentioned the fact that things have changed so much. And, you know, a lot of the Shopify workers, if not all of them, are working from home now where they used to be there in a more collaborative setting. So how much has that changed the whole meeting culture and the mindset around meetings? The fact that we've got people all over the, all over the place now in some workplaces. Yeah, I think in like it's it's a double-edged sword. In some ways, we need more of that because you know, believe it or not, we are human, and as social creatures, we need to work together with our colleagues um, to, um, to do that. And so, we need to do that online. I think where you know we used to just say, "Hey, can I grab a coffee with you?" or bump into someone in the hall and have something, you know, a decision made. In five seconds, yeah. we're now doing check-ins for 15 minutes. Like, I think we, we have to try and rethink the way that we do it now that we are often in a virtual setting. Yeah, and I, I think there's nobody listening that won't be familiar yeah. with this. You walk out of a meeting and a coworker sidles up to you and says, boy, that could have been handled in an email. We didn't need a meeting. And w- there are some very unnecessary meetings. So like you're saying, yeah. let's not say meetings are awful. We can't ever do meetings again. Let's just make them better. How do we start? How do we recognize the good from the bad when it comes to meetings? The, the number one issue here is intention. Like, what is the purpose? And so when I'm, facil- when I'm asked to facilitate a meeting, I spent most of my time with a client beforehand really drilling into this. Like, what is the intent? All too often, I, you know, someone says, here's the meeting, and they put down five topics. And you're like, but what are you doing with those topics? Like, mm-hmm. give me a verb. <laughs> give me, like, <laughs> are you, give me an actual action item. Like, are you trying to decide something? Are you just talking about it? Like, what do you want out of that? So really driving into the intention on each aspect of the meeting is is absolutely critical. And often at that point, if you're just asking, if you're just presenting information, if you are just asking for quick feedback, maybe you don't need a meeting. Right. And, and you're not looking for engagement across people. Like, maybe you could do that in another way. Um, but often, you know, I, I think we need to spend more time on intention. We need to spend more time on who should be there. If you have too many people in a meeting and a lot of people don't know why they're there, that's up to the meeting organizer to better decide who should be there. And sometimes you can give a role to people, like especially junior staff who are just invited. Maybe give them a role so that they feel a little bit more important while they're sitting um, in the room. And then often you have to think about a process. Like, you want what? Are, what are you trying to do? Well, think a little bit about what there there's a huge toolbox out there about what you can do in meetings and depending on your intention selecting a process in advance is critical um but if i can say one thing the most important part is that when you're in the meeting is to be present with the people who are there if you see that everyone's checking out like think about that and then adjust, you know, to, to suit what's happening in real time. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because we've all been in meetings where you got somebody who's just yammering about uh, what they did that weekend or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And you've got 13 things that you need to do in the other room, but you're tied up in this crazy meeting and you just want to shout like, hey, get to the point. I, I, I'm busy here. So don't yeah. waste people's time as part of it too, right? 
Yes, absolutely. It's like time is so precious. You know, people's time is so precious. So who you have there and how you get through to the objective, I think, is is critical. But but also, you know, we're not robots. Yeah. And so we also need some time to check in and to say, you know, how we're doing. Um, and, and that part is still an important aspect. It's just having someone, you know, whether it's the facilitator or the chair, to say, Okay, that was, you know, great to hear how everyone's doing. Now let's move on. Let's get going, yeah. (laughs) What about saying to the employees, listen, I'm going to give you the option here. I don't know what's going on in your world. I don't know if you've got 15 projects that need to be done in the next hour and you don't have time to sit here for a half an hour. It's okay for you to say, you know what, I got to skip this one. I got other things on the go. What about empowering the employees to say, you know what, I don't want it to be difficult. I'm not trying to be a problem, but I got other things going on. I, I think that, you know... Yeah, I think we have to trust that people know their own work. And, you know, especially if you, it depends, again, on, you know, everyone has different work cultures, but I think being open and honest to saying, you know, I'm really busy or what do you really need? Can I, you know, can I just put down my two cents because I know what the topic is Mm -hmm. in advance and can I pass that to you? Like, there are different ways, I think, that we can get work done. But the idea that everyone's just going to sit on the by themselves you know, adding comments to a Google Doc at the same time. Like, maybe that's not effective either. No, I think you're absolutely right. So, I mean, decide who needs to be there, what the process is going to be, what you're hoping to accomplish, and then stick to task. I guess it's that simple, right? Yeah, and be be present. Like, often, if, if, you start, if you say, you know what, we don't have all the information we need for this meeting. What do we need to do now so that we can come together, say, next week. Like, what do we need to bring to the table next week so we can do this effectively? Yeah, good stuff. Jane, thank you. Yeah, that makes all that makes good sense to me. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jane. That is Jane Porter, who is the founder of Bridge Building Group, certified professional facilitator, which she explains is someone who focuses on giving meetings a clear purpose and helping people gather well. Nothing she's saying there should come as a, oh my goodness, I never thought of that. It's all pretty common sense stuff, right? Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.